0: Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk with you today about stress and just some different ways we can manage stress as we are parenting our differently abled children. I feel like the amount of stress that we can have weighing on us every day can be just extremely overwhelming and also extremely underrated. And a lot of times it can be something that other people who have typically developing children really can't relate to. So I want to talk to you A little bit about that today from the perspective of a mom who also understands what it's like to parent our children who oftentimes require quite a bit of extra care and attention and even just kind of coming alongside them and holding their hand to help them build these life skills. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Hey, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. I want to talk a little bit about stress and how to manage stress as moms who are also caring for our children in a way that oftentimes is a lot more involved and even can be more taxing, whether physically or emotionally or both, than maybe a child who is developing normally. I think it can sometimes be a little bit... People maybe don't quite understand the amount of stress that falls on a parent who is caring for their child who has extra needs. And it is something that can really begin to weigh on us. It can depend on the different challenges, whether it be physical challenges where you are literally providing all care for your child every single day, or it could be challenges where you're having a breakdown in communication and it's very hard You can't really talk through things with them as far as feelings and coming alongside them and helping them to learn these different coping skills, all of these different things, just learn different skills in general. It's just an extra challenge in order to teach our children these basic skills. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. However, we do have to acknowledge that it can be more stressful on a person Whenever we are kind of facilitating that on a daily basis. And parenthood in general is stressful. Whenever you are also parenting a child who requires extra needs, that multiplies the stress. Whether that's stress from the child or stress from outside pressure or stress from people not really accommodating you and feeling like you're always having to fight for your child or all of the above. It's just there are so many different layers to it. That people who only have typically developing children don't quite understand. And it is something that really weighs on us. I think it's why the, you know, the rate of health issues within parents of special needs kids is higher. And also why the divorce rate for people who have a child with a disability is also higher than the typical divorce rate. It's just very taxing. So I think if we can be very honest about this fact and say, this is not any kind of blame. This is not, I'm mad about it. You know, I love my children. I wouldn't change them. I'm not complaining, but I am being honest about the fact that this is true and I want to do what I can to mitigate this stress and to be able to just handle it in the best way possible. I want to develop my skills for handling stress and do it in a way that is healthy, do it in a way that is productive. So I think a lot of this really starts with boundaries. And this is, this is boundaries in a variety of areas. This can be boundaries with other people. So this could be boundaries with what we allow other people's opinions about us, our children, or our lifestyle to do to us. So are we actually letting people's opinions or their statements hold weight in our life even though we know those things are not true? or are we taking what they say realizing that they probably don't quite understand the full dynamic of what's going on especially if they don't have a child who has extra needs and then weighing that against God's truth so i think that actually is a big problem for a lot of us is we worry about what other people are thinking and these people actually don't have a full picture of what's going on in our life and so i think setting firm boundaries about the fact that we don't have to people please, that we do not have to justify or prove why we do or don't do what we do with our children. As long as we're coming before the Lord, we know our heart is right in this area. We're always humble and open to change, but not in the sense of like we feel the need to justify or we feel shame or we feel guilt over doing something that someone doesn't necessarily agree with or doesn't understand. This also can be boundaries with our time. So are we overcommitting committing to things outside of our home that we really have no business doing, but we're doing it because we don't want to let someone down? Or we're doing it because we see other parents are able to get out and do all of these things. And we want to kind of fit in or feel like we're the same as everyone else. But we're not actually being realistic about the fact that our life isn't like everyone else's. And that we are actually just creating more stress on ourselves and our home and everyone in our home by trying to overcommit our schedule in a way that's just not feasible for our current lifestyle. I think the other thing is we have to set boundaries with ourselves, And this could be with our thoughts. So setting boundaries with our thoughts about, honestly, everything. (laughs) This could be our thoughts about our situation. This could be our thoughts about other people and their opinions of us. What are we actually allowing ourselves to sit and think on day after day? What are we telling ourselves about a situation? Are we telling ourselves that this is really hard and it's never going to get better? Are we telling ourselves this is just the way it is? Or are we saying, this is the situation I'm in right now, but I know that God is always working and he's always moving on my behalf and on behalf of my children. And I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Now, it doesn't mean that God's going to take everything away and everything's going to be fine, but I think that there's just a different heart posture whenever we're coming at our life with hope and expectancy from the Lord to be moving, and then we're actually looking, because I feel like that puts us in the place to see the good, because we're saying, I'm expecting God to move, I can't wait to see what he's going to do in my life, versus this feels hopeless and nothing's going to change and I'm so isolated and alone. Instead, we could say, I believe God is bringing people and support into my life. I am praying and asking him to do that. I am looking forward to seeing what he's going to do for myself and my children. So just evaluating your thoughts, what is it you're sitting and thinking on every single day? And how can you set boundaries around those thoughts? Are those the kind of thoughts you actually want to have? And if they're not, What kind of boundaries can you set for yourself to say, I'm not going to sit and think on these thoughts because they don't actually benefit me or my children anyways, and they don't change anything. So I would rather think on thoughts that are going to, like the Bible says, think on thoughts that are pure, that are good, that are just, that are lovely. We want to think on these things. This ties in perfectly with my next tip, which is to renew our minds with scripture. You know, put scripture on post-it notes in your house and stick it all over the place or Pick one verse a week that's going to be your verse for that week and every day just sit and meditate on it. Pick verses for your children and pray them over your children. Renew your mind and fill your home with scripture and with God's truth and then see what a difference that makes in your house and in your mindset and in your stress level. Another great tool that I do is deep breathing. I like to do diaphragmatic deep breathing. So this is where I'm going to place my hand on my stomach. And I want to make sure I am breathing in through my diaphragm. I'm not breathing in through my chest like a shallow breath. I'm actually breathing a deep breath in. So I should, when I'm taking a deep breath in, I should actually feel my hand raising on my abdomen. And I'm going to hold that. I like to do box breathing, which is You would breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. And just if you're starting to feel that stress level increase, maybe a child is struggling and you feel yourself getting overwhelmed, then just take, you know, 12 to 24 seconds and do a couple rounds of that diaphragmatic breathing. That's actually going to get you out of fight or flight. It's going to lower your stress response. It's going to allow you just a minute to regroup your body to calm down and you to be able to think clearly. It just sends a signal to your body to lower your stress response. And so I think that that is such a great tool. It's something that you can very quickly do. I like to do it even just routinely, even whenever I'm not feeling overly stressed, but obviously we just carry stress throughout the day. Just making that a habit to do that can make such a difference in our ability to handle stress. Another thing I like to do is create um, different affirmations that I will say over my life, over my children, and over my home, which I've shared some of these before on the podcast as well in other episodes. One thing that I like to do is Heather Shriver Burns actually says this, and I follow her, and she says, I was made to do hard and holy things. I love that because it can feel like a very hard thing that we are called to do sometimes with parenting our differently abled children. But God has made us to do that. And also, I think it is a very sanctifying process or it has been true in my life for me to just grow and to learn how best to serve and parent my children in a way that is honoring to God. And so I like to say that I was made to do hard and holy things. I can do this through Christ who gives me strength. Repeat that scripture. You know, that's why it's so important memorizing and just meditating on scripture Because in those moments, we can remember what it is the word says. We can claim that truth as our own, even when we don't feel like it. Another great tip is to move your body for at least 15 minutes. This doesn't have to be some strenuous exercise. Actually, there are some research that shows that that could be, especially if you're struggling with adrenal fatigue, which, hello, yes, I have. (laughs) Um, It can actually be more detrimental for you. Be doing hard exercises because it's actually stressing your body and your adrenals even more. So, sometimes just very gentle exercises like um, getting outside in nature is just amazing for reducing stress. So, if you know, a 10 to 15 minute walk outside can make such a difference for just being able to handle stress, and you know, also if it's sunny, then you're getting sunlight, it's just so good overall. And, you know, you can think, well, I don't have 10 to 15 minutes by myself where I could actually go walk outside. I will actually walk in my backyard while the children play outside. So just think of, get creative about how you could do that. You know, they're playing and I'm just walking circles in my backyard and I do that for 10 or 15 minutes. Just whatever works for you. But try to figure out a way to move your body 10 to 15 minutes. It's going to help you with handling that stress. Another great tool I have, this actually helps the entire environment in my home, is I will hook my phone up like to our Bluetooth speaker and I will play praise and worship music in my house or like relaxing jazz piano music. Those are kind of my two go tos. But especially if we're having a really hard day and it just feels like the environment in the house is out of 10 and everyone's bouncing off the walls and I am feeling very overwhelmed. I just turn on either praise and worship or I turn on that jazz piano and I just let it play softly in the background and I'm always amazed at what a difference it makes just to bring the atmosphere in my house down, help my children to settle, it helps me to settle. It just makes such a difference in my home. It's actually something I even like to do even if they're not having a hard day or we're not feeling very stressed and overstimulated and overwhelmed because it it just is a great environment and mood setter for the home. And then the last thing I would say is just praying over your home and over your family as well. So praying for calm minds, for calm hearts, praying that, you know, for health for your children, asking the Lord just to bring health, to bring peace of heart and peace of mind to you, to your children, praying that the Lord is just moving and working in your home. Giving him freedom to move and work in your home. Asking him to show up. I think that praying over your home, praying over your children. I love to lay a hand on my child and pray specifically over them. Whatever the thing may be that that specific child I know is struggling with. I love like when they've gone to sleep at night. I will just lay a hand on them and just pray over them. And I think that makes such a difference. It also connects me with them. It, you know, kind of reminds my mama heart that the lord knows and he cares and that he's always available for me to pray and that prayer does it it shifts things it causes things to change and i think that if we can root ourselves in that hope of jesus that really can make such a big difference in how we're handling our stress and this comes back to that mindset piece what are we sitting and dwelling on are we dwelling in the hope of jesus are we sitting and and thinking about the struggles and about how hard all of this is i'm not saying we don't act like or acknowledge that things are hard that's not what i mean obviously making time to be honest about that and to work through those feelings is important but if we're just sitting and making this a habitual cycle of it what we sit and dwell on repeatedly is what we're going to continue to get because we're telling our brain that that is the way things are and that's the way they're always going to be so i want to challenge you What can you change? What can you reframe in your home or in your thought process in order to create more freedom and more peace in your home? I would love to hear from you what that thing is for you. So just reach out to me and share that with me. And I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show, and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.